Remember, if you missed any part of Casper and Chris this morning, check out their podcast on the KBOI app or on KBOI.com. Now back to Mike Casper and Chris Walton. This is Casper and Chris, live and local on News Talk KBOI. Idaho State Police can't say if or when they will evict an encampment near the Capitol, even though a spokesperson for ISP admits that camping on that property is prohibited. Protesters say they're calling attention to the plight of the homeless, even as the Interfaith Sanctuary reports that so many people are coming to them on these cold nights that they've set up their own tent outside of the shelter for overflow. 708. He's Chris Walden. I'm Mike Casper. And on the phone uh, line with us this morning, Reverend Bill Roscoe, Boise Rescue Mission. And uh, Reverend Bill, thanks for uh, taking time, a little time to talk with us this morning. Much appreciated. Well, you're very welcome. Thank you for the time on the air. I appreciate it as well. Reverend, uh, let's get first off. Uh, this story, of course, broke last week. And part of the uh, story in the uh context was that interfaith sanctuary last weekend not this most recent weekend but the weekend before that had ended up having to turn people uh, away because of overflow yet the boise rescue mission uh, had about 150 openings across the uh, treasure valley to take people and some of the comments here on this show when we were talking about this last week um, basically made claims that uh, Boise Rescue Mission has too many rules to follow Um, you know they don't you don't allow drugs or alcohol although I can't foresee how interface sanctuary would say come on in we'll let you do drugs or alcohol here Um, so let's go ahead and uh, put to rest some of the myths of the gulag known as Boise Rescue Mission. <laughs> well, I, I like the way you just put that because I told someone else the other day, you know, going to the rescue mission is not at all like going to jail, although that's the way some people make it sound. <laughs> you know, we're we're uh, we're open for business. We're open to welcome people in. The rules and policies and procedures of the rescue mission are nothing exceptional. Uh, you mentioned drugs and alcohol. Uh, one of the things out in, uh, in the news these days is we won't accept anyone who's under the influence, and that's not true. Uh, if you're under the influence and you come to the rescue mission, we're going to see if you're uh, able to take care of yourself. And if you know if you can get up and go to the bathroom and you can sign an intake form, you're going to get a place to sleep. Now, you may not get a bed if you're totally inebriated because we're going to keep an eye on you overnight. and So you're going to be in an overflow area where my staff can easily uh, supervise uh, throughout the night and make sure people are staying on their bunk and, and behaving themselves. Uh, otherwise, uh, you know, we don't tolerate racial slurs and, and uh, screaming and yelling at people. We don't, if you put your hands on somebody else in a, in a violent manner, you're going to be out the door. Um, honestly, uh, the rules are pretty simple to follow by. It, it would be as if you had a guest in your home, and how would you expect that guest to behave, you know? Uh, we do our very best to welcome everybody in because that's what we're here for, for crying out loud. Since 1958, we've been welcoming homeless people into our buildings, and we still do. And it's just too bad that there are so many untruths out there, rumors and innuendo. And, you know, some people believe those things. So if you go to the mission, they're going to hit you over the head with a big black King James Bible and make you go to church. Well, no, we're not. You know, we have chapel service every night, and if you'd like to attend, you may. If you don't want to attend, you don't have to. 
it's uh, we make it as welcoming a place as it can be. It's clean. It's supervised. It's safe. Uh, the meals are good. There's showers and clothing exchange. Everything that any person experiencing homeless homelessness needs, we can provide that the minute you walk through the door. Are are there any rules that get more complaints than any other? Yeah, uh, people want to smoke wherever they want to, whenever they want to, and that's just not you know we we just can't have that. You can't smoke in the building. Period. Uh, you have to smoke in a designated smoking area. And because we want to supervise all the folks staying with us, you have to smoke at the appointed times. And we have smoke breaks set up uh, from the time you check in until bedtime at night. There are smoke breaks arranged so that people can go out and smoke. Uh, that's the biggest the biggest gripe that people have is, I want to go have one more cigarette before I go to bed. Well, I'm sorry. We, we don't have any staff to supervise you out there. We just can't open the door and let you out. Who knows what could happen, you know? And is that just your rule or because I know, like, if I want to light up in a restaurant here, I can't do that or a public building. Or Is that just your rule or is that kind of a state or federal law? Well, you know, I'm not exactly sure about that. I know it's our rule. I don't I don't think it's mandated. However, I'll bet my insurance carrier would be very upset if I let people smoke in a dorm. <laughs> <laughs> is what the interfaith sanctuary does is is it that much different from what you do no uh in terms of shelter i don't think so um you know they do <clears throat> pardon me that morning coffee hasn't worked yet <laughs> they they do uh in some cases at least uh, have uh what they call family stay together and it might be an unmarried couple and um we we don't have facilities for that uh, you know, we have a beautiful facility for women and children over on Jefferson Street where there are beds available. And we have a, a really good shelter for men on River and 13th. And there are beds available. And it's unfortunate uh, in the case of a family that we have to separate the, the man and the woman. However, if you're homeless and you need a place to stay and you need it to be a good place, uh, we're here for you. And I think the biggest difference between the two agencies is we have services available to help people overcome homelessness. Uh, I mean, whatever the cause of your homelessness is, if we can't help you with our own programs and services, we know exactly who to call to help you. And that's why every year, fellas, for the last almost 10 years now, maybe it is 10 years, we have over 400 people come to the Rescue Mission Homeless, stay with us for some period of time, and then move back out into the community independent. And that's that's a, a statistic that we, we track and verify year to year. And in fact, when we get the total number of people that checked out, we take 15% off of that number because we, we typically will see 10 to 15% of those people return. So to be honest and transparent, we just deduct 15% from that number and uh, give that number to the community every year. And I think that's pretty remarkable. <clears throat> Let's talk uh, real quickly here uh, about how you get your funding. Yeah, we need you guys to write us a check. <laughs> I, have, I don't know if I've seen a check well, from you guys. You late, don't. But... You don't count on government to give you money or tax dollars coming your way, correct? No, that's right. We we have not and do not and will not receive any government funding, even during the pandemic and the lockdowns, and the government was printing money faster than you could say hello. Uh, there was a lot of money available that the Rescue Mission could have taken advantage of, but we did not. And here's the truth of the matter. The people of this community are the most generous people on the face of the earth. 
and we have our needs met by the folks of this Treasure Valley and beyond who really have compassion for people experiencing homelessness and who appreciate the way that we manage our shelters and and, uh, conduct our programs, and they support us in a remarkable way. And I think if there's one thing that really offends me about these camps and things that spring up by outsiders is that they, they act as if the people of this valley don't care. What's the city going to do? What's the county going to do? What's the state going to do? Well, the rescue mission has five shelters fully funded by the people of this Treasure Valley. And we're doing it. And folks that come with us and stay with us have a great opportunity to recover from homelessness, regardless of the cause of that homelessness. What does it cost to run one of the facilities for, say, a month or a year? Well, that's a good question, and I'm sitting in my living room here, and I don't have any numbers in front of me, so I'm, I'm a little bit off off uh, kilter with that question. But I can tell you our budget is about seven about seven and a half million dollars a year, and that's everything that that we do. You know, we have over 50 units of transitional living uh, in Napa and Boise. We have five shelters that run 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Uh, we serve meals uh, three times a day at those shelters. We have uh, uh, adequate staffing, professional people working in our facilities 24-7 so everybody's safe. And, and the cases are, are managed. People are managed and helped and assisted to, uh, to get out of homelessness. We have residential drug and alcohol recovery program. We have an in-house mental health care program. We have job search program. We have fantastic programs for children. The homeless people who stay with us with kids, you you can find any one of them you want to, and there'll be one out of 100 who will be grouchy and and angry with us. (laughs) And 99 people are going to say, boy, they took good care of my kid, I'll tell you that. So it costs a lot of money to do that. But then again, $7 million, you know, uh, for five shelters and 50 units of transitional housing and all the programs and services and meals, you break that down, it's, it's a pretty uh, pretty good bargain. Reverend Bill Roscoe, Boise Rescue Mission, thanks for being with us and talking, uh, putting some of those uh, rumors and uh, myths to rest for us this morning. If somebody wants to volunteer or to uh, help you out with money, how would they go about and do that? Well, thanks for asking. And uh, Boise RM for rescue mission.org. BoiseRM.org. You can look us up online and you can make contact with us. You can sign up to volunteer and you can give. And we sure appreciate all the folks who do. And I appreciate you folks having us on the air this morning. Haven't seen you in a while. And, and I really do appreciate the opportunity to tell the truth, the whole truth, nothing but the truth. <laughs> <laughs> Reverend Bill Roscoe, Boise Rescue Mission, thank you for being with us this morning. God bless you guys. Have a great day.